0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More.
1: Welcome back to Alive for More. My name is Father Nick Ventura, and I'm in the studio with Kayla Walton, Joel Yarmish, and Tricia Kasson. But before we begin our show, Joel, could you open us up in prayer? Sure.
2: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we are so grateful to have this opportunity to discuss our faith. Um, We pray for um, all those who are listening, and we pray that um, your Spirit may guide our conversation as we discuss um, discipline and how it can affect our faith. And we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give Give us this day our our daily bread, bread, and and forgive forgive us us our our trespasses. trespasses, As As we forgive forgive those who
1: trespass trespass against against us. And and lead us not into into temptation, temptation, but but deliver deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. In the
2: name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. You know, whenever I hear the word discipline, I always get kind of nervous Mm -hmm. because it feels like it's like a negative word. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I had no discipline as a kid and all my teachers would yell at me because all my desk was messy. I don't know. (laughs) Prior to
0: this show, the producer said, have fun with discipline. How yeah. in the world are we going to have fun talking about discipline?
3: <laughs> well, I think that there are like two different kinds of discipline that we need to talk about. Okay. You know, and maybe set one off to the side okay. and then like really talk about the one that I think affects us all the most. This huh. is the teacher talking
1: Right. In right our, so our This midst, is so. So. what is
2: the <laughs> objective. Right. So
0: you possible. know I'm going to want to talk about the one she puts on the side.
1: Right.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. So you should do reverse
3: psychology. Um, but obviously, like as a principal, I deal with the discipline in regards to, correct a behavior that should not have taken place. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the one that we need to put off to the side because, you know, we obviously Joel has two young daughters and I have 300 young children. And we don't break and, the rules. And so, right, and, uh. right. So I think that maybe that one we should put off to the side and really talk about what it means to be personally disciplined. Um, and when it, as I was thinking about this topic, there was this video that automatically came to mind, mm-hmm. and it's actually really funny because i um I live with my sister, my sister, who's younger than me, just by a couple years, and we um obviously, since we live in the same house, she sees my bedroom. And so, <laughs> so when it, like a week went by, I saw this video and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, but it talks about making your bed every morning. Mm-hmm. And so I had religiously started to make my bed every morning. Mm-hmm. Well, my sister noticed and she said, she said, Keila, did you watch that video? Is that why you've been making your bed? <laughs> and we had both watched the same video without knowing. But anyways, this video... um It's a graduation speech, and it's a Navy vice-admiral who gives this graduation speech. High school or college? Um, College. Yep, at a university. Okay. And um, he basically talks about... You know, he starts off by saying, um, if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. That was the opening line of his of his speech. And um, I'm going to read just a couple more sentences of what he said, because I think it really puts it pinpoints discipline. Um, He said, if you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another. By the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. If by chance you have had a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that's made that um that you made and a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better
2: hmm.
1: that i mean, i i do have to i do make my bed every day and if it's I'm like afraid. there's some days when it's not med mm-hmm. me, not med not made mm-hmm. i get very nervous like i get anxious when i go into mm-hmm. my room it's like my room is a mess it needs to be cleaned up right. a little well, bit, In bit. You're
0: type a, I, <laughs> can
2: i tell you, I tell no, you wait, where wait, the
0: wait. admiral I'm is type, wrong i'm type with a all, i'm not type A. I, <laughs> I,
1: okay.
3: So <laughs> with let's, all let's due respect, can I second. tell you
0: how this, I'm sure, respectful admiral is wrong? Um, he's
1: what?
3: very... Okay, okay. okay go, he go, he go ahead. He said something that was
0: blatantly sure. false.
1: Okay.
0: He said that the first task of the day is making your bed. I beg to differ. I think the first task of your day is not hitting snooze so you have time to make your bed. Right. So a okay. lot of people have mm-hmm. to... I have to triumph over that before I can tackle making my bed. Right. Right. Well, okay. So we can obviously go through
3: what, like, which comes first. But I think that the whole general message of what he's saying is the beauty and importance of self-discipline. I think that's where we really need to focus is like that self-discipline. Um, and the obviously, I'm not going to give you the whole speech, but he goes through, you know, the training that the SEALs have to do. And a lot of it, you know, is, I, I mean, obviously, the Navy SEALs are incredible and mm-hmm. we can't speak highly enough of them. But the training that they have to go through is really discipline and mm-hmm. self-discipline.
2: Yeah. And I would I would say that a lot of times, I'm guilty of this as well. When people think about discipline, they think about discipline as... Something that you naturally have like, oh, well, he's just a strong willed person. He has a natural discipline. He's a natural propensity for discipline. You know, he mm-hmm. gets up every day and, and he makes his bed. But I think what I guess that my takeaway from that is it's something that takes effort and it takes and you have to be intentional about your discipline. And it's not something that, you know, you have a natural discipline meter that you were just born with. It's well, something that I can think be that filled there's up. There's
0: some people who have a propensity to be more disciplined well, I mean it's others. just their
1: personality though that they, they, they're more inclined do, to, yeah. to that sort of to thing and I don't mean to disagree
0: with everything everybody is saying but Trisha's right. <laughs> being well, really feisty today <laughs> no, no I do it's... agree with you Joel that you have to like I'm sure I know it takes practice but I do think they're like we can all think of someone in our life who like is naturally disciplined like they naturally pay attention to diesel they're naturally a little obsessive compulsive
1: uh, how is discipline obsessive compulsive oh a little no I don't think so
0: I don't think so at all I don't. <laughs>
3: we're
1: all so getting up on Trisha right now. So so I, would so say, I, I guess we're all kind of feisty. I, guess, <laughs> I don't
2: know. I guess to that I would say there there probably are people who are a little bit more naturally inclined yeah, to discipline. I mean, that's just... But I think going into it, thinking that you are uh, inherently um i guess i don't want to say broken but inherently not equal to to someone else because they appear to be more disciplined than you is i think setting yourself up for oh, failure yeah. because it of is course. something it is something that you can work to better yourself out and you can mm-hmm. work to become better disciplined just like any type of Um, I guess, virtue. It's something you can, you can work on and you can strive to do better. It's a habit.
1: I mean, having discipline means having a goal in mind, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to say, all right, measuring up, not in a sense of failure versus success, but am I along the path I want to do? But you know, it's it's kind of interesting how we do that why we do that but before we kind of talk about that remember you're listening to a live for more on saint gabriel radio am 820 remember you can listen to us thursdays at noon sundays at 3 or online on demand at saintgabrielradio.com and we're kind of talking about discipline not the sense of punishment discipline but you know that ordering of life that following it comes from that like root word the same root word is disciple student you know following something discipline means following a plan mm-hmm in a sense. And Kayla, you had something to say.
3: Yeah. I think that, you know, one really important thing to think about with discipline is, you know, thinking about what, what self-discipline looks like in my life is going to be much different than what it looks like in father's life and, Mm -hmm. and Joel's life and in Trisha's life. And, you know, understanding that like the first thing that needs to happen is prioritizing. You know, if I want to become more self-disciplined, what are the areas where I really know that I need to prioritize? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I fall into the trap of, getting to a point where I think I want to reorder everything. I'm going to start this, you know, start this new diet and exercise 30 minutes a day and, you know, pray for, you know, go to adoration every day. And I try to change everything all at once. And Mm. in actuality, you know, we need to look at and prioritize and say, okay, I'm going to tackle this one thing, you know, at this time. And once I get that done and that becomes
0: a habit, then, you know, and do you know how the church has like enabled us? Think about it. How has the church enabled us to be disciplined? To uh, tackle one thing at a time and then change our lives through it.
1: Uh, you got this. I got it. The Mass. church has
0: set us up for success. Mass. No.
1: The sacraments? No. Oh.
0: Uh, you, I come hate on, Trisha's question.
3: Uh, what lit- what a lit- has the
1: lit- church lit- the given hours. us?
0: What L- has the church given us to teach us discipline? Do you know it?
1: The, the laws of the Monastic
0: church? Rule. Lent.
2: Oh, Lent. Oh. oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I, I, s- I
2: suppose you could <laughs> reach that conclusion. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess it's important <laughs> if the church gives us a season to be a better discipliner.
2: Well, yeah, okay. I, discipliner. I guess to I guess to segue from that, the church has given us four very good options on how we can build up our discipline in everyday life. But um, just to piggyback on mm-hmm. something that you said was um, that my discipline for me is going to look different than discipline for Father Nick. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dis- different than discipline for Trisha because um, something Father Nick said is w- it, it comes from um, I guess being a student and mm-hmm. being um, following this following what we're being taught and so I think it's important with discipline to keep what the end goal in mind is so Father Nick's end goal is the same as Trisha's end goal is the same as for Kayla's end goal and mine. However, I think we're all taking different paths at, at our current point to get there.
1: Exactly. So, like, where my discipline kind of ro- uh, revolves around the fact that, okay, I most of the time live by myself. Mm-hmm. While I'm out and about with the community, I'm not having to deal with two young daughters. Right, right. Your, so, dis-
2: your discipline does not involve, you know, I'll change the dirty diapers this time, you know, to ease my wife's struggle or, or whatever. And um, I don't know. I think that. Yeah, I guess that's another misconception is I, if you, if you continually compare yourself to someone else's discipline, Mm -hmm. it's going to be, um, I guess, not very fruitful. It's not going to be something that's going to build you up. Like you can look to it for inspiration, but if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people's discipline, it's going to, I think... I guess be a misconception about It's going to your be more, a bur- it's going
1: to be a burden rather than a guide. And, right. and something that you're saying, Joel, and something that you said, Kayla, about like, you know, if we set too big a goals, we can kind of become overwhelmed. But, and I think there's something scriptural that talks about that kind of related. It is like doing small tasks well. You know, rather than, you know, worrying about the big tasks, Mm -hmm. start with the small ones. Those who do the small ones well will then be entrusted with larger ones. Mm -hmm. And so when you kind of break something, so, for example, we're in the middle of a roofing project at one of the parishes I take care of in, in Jackson. And, you know, if I were just to, you know, worry myself with all the details about what it takes to do a roof on the church, I'd be overwhelmed. In fact, I remember when I first got at my... Are new- you
0: like doing the roof or you mean like contracting it out?
1: Contracting it out. Okay. Like I'm not, I am not getting up on a roof myself. I am not that skilled. I do not have that discipline. Um, but, you know, I remember the first couple of weeks I was there, I was starting to get overwhelmed with just all the details, just my personality, mm-hmm. start learning all this stuff. And then, uh, you know, someone said, no, just take it a day at a time. You can only do what you can do start with the small stuff. How do you stuff.
3: eat an elephant one bite at a time?
1: Exactly. Yep. B- bingo. Except I, I don't
2: think I want to yeah, eat, why an, elephant. Would you eat an elephant. We're a big elephant family. We don't eat them. You okay. could have said cow or
3: something. No, no, no. But that's it's this analogy that I yeah. had, you know, in, in college when I was an RA. My mm-hmm. hall director said the exact same thing to me because, you know, I just felt, I was feeling overwhelmed and she said, Kayla, like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And it's ridiculous because obviously no one's going to eat an elephant. But it, you get the idea. As you know, we pointed
2: out to you. Yeah. Right. So. Like, <laughs> yes, a slightly exactly. less carnivorous example oh might be gosh. a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Yes. But mm-hmm. um, what I was going to say is it made me laugh when you were talking about your roofing project mm. is – Uh, My wife will give me a honey-do list and say, these are all the tasks that I want you to get done in in a weekend or whenever you have time. And so my immediate reaction every time is to find the easy ones just so I can say, oh, I knocked that one out. I knocked that one out. This Mm -hmm. one's already done. I knocked that one out. But... It goes to what Kayla's saying because oftentimes when I'm doing that, like, you know, it is just to get them off the list. But once you start doing one thing, you're just like, let me get that next one, let me get that next one. Whereas if I started with the most complicated one, I'd be like, man, I can't get this done. I can't get anything done. Right. So it's all about getting that momentum rolling. And I guess, um, as we were discussing, forming good habits. Once you start getting these tasks done, you just want to keep going. Apparently,
0: every time you cross something off a list, you release endorphins. They, yeah. it, it makes you happy. It's man, like a dopamine it, no release. I love my book so much. I have this
3: book that has all my tasks in it. Mm-hmm. And literally, I left it in my car overnight. And I remember thinking, if someone breaks into my car, I would be so upset to lose that book.
0: Well, so I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking, man, these people need to have more fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <like> we, <laughs> we were just talking about like tasks and doing things and being disciplined <clears throat> and... But, like, let's talk about how this makes us fully alive. So, like, how does discipline make somebody feel alive? And, how you're, is it li- and you're listening
1: to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Radio. Remember, you can tune in on Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, or online, on demand at St. Gabriel Radio com. How can we have more fun, Tricia? Yeah, where's the well, good?
2: Where's okay, the good well, discipline? I just
0: keep hearing, you know, like, but you gotta do this, okay. and you gotta do that, and you can't compare yourself, and then you gotta cross this off a list, and you should read this book and watch this video, and I'm just thinking, when do they laugh? Like, no, Why all the
3: time? <laughs> here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will tell you, if I wake up and I exercise before work, I am so free because I'm not thinking that I need to do that later. You know, sometimes discipline is not fun, but if I like, it frees me to do what I want that evening, mm-hmm. you know, by having an order in my day, I can leave work earlier by having order in my day. I can have that extra time to do those things that I love. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that. I mean, for me, like, discipline is not flower and roses. I, I really hate discipline. It doesn't come naturally to me, but it allows me to have the, like, a productive life during the times I need to be productive so that I can have that fun, so that I can be with my nieces, yeah, so that yeah. I can be free. Dis- not
2: Discipline is not fun. The rewards given by discipline are what's fun. And... um I, I hate to break it to you, Trisha, but uh, I think uh, <laughs> I Pope, never said what Pope, side I was on. I was just saying what I observed. Pope Benedict, uh, Pope Benedict Emeritus, um, he he said uh, we were not made for comfort. Um, we were made what, how's it for called? greatness. But for greatness, yeah. But it to be
0: disciplined if we just keep talking like yada yada yada.
2: Okay, so I mean,
0: I I think discipline it doesn't have to be dreadful. Like sometimes when you get to like this point of virtue, I'm not saying I'm there, but like you want to work out because you love yourself. You're like, oh, I'm just like so grateful for the gift of my body. I mean, I'm, I'm, are... I'm, I'm gonna run and it's gonna feel good.
1: I mean, sometimes people do think that way. I don't think that way. Um, I don't think this is going to be good for me. I I think uh, I have this is something I need to do. I have a lot of pent up energy. I need something to channel that. You know, it's it's ordered. So I think. People are disciplined for different reasons. Yeah,
0: you know what helps is making it a game.
1: Making it a game? How <laughs> okay. did I know
0: I do, it's, it's funny. Oh. That. It is true, though. I it's mean, so. I think you can make discipline <laughs> it fun by like, you know, when I was a kid, my mom would be like, okay, whoever picks up their room the fastest gets to sit in the front seat.
3: Okay, wow, and that's, it was why, like, that's why
1: like, you're so competitive. True
3: confession. <laughs> Actually, I have a true confession for all of you. Okay. So. A lot of my life is helping to come up with tools and resources for teachers to help their children, okay? And so I remember thinking that I struggle with three things in my life. Number one, praying, like daily prayer life. Number two, exercising. And number three, like eating healthy. So I made a behavior chart for myself mm-hmm. that I like normally use with my little ones because I thought, okay, if I'm capable of doing this, you know, and it works for them, why not try it for an adult? Now for me, it, it didn't work. But, you still- <laughs> <laughs> but for some people, for some people it is having like a nice little chart that you can put, you know, a star in for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and just like making it
0: more more enjoyable um, kind of like Trisha's game sort of but yeah yeah. I guess I mean maybe I'm not verbalizing this well I feel like we're all sounding like people from the Old Testament where it's like do this do that like it's all about the law and the rule and the order but I think it is we are people of the New Testament well we are people of the New Testament but it's the we have to we can be directed directed by by our hearts if our hearts are directed towards God Yeah, but we don't have to live in like this constraint of like I don't, I don't think, know. I don't, don't turn think, the don't wrong like, way. I don't hey, think I've. Did expressed you want to get up? Did you? Well, you
3: were already awake, drats. Um <laughs> did, I was. I mean, like our our physical bodies, we have to fight against. Sometimes, yeah. No, like, I mean,
0: I agree. I might just be playing devil's advocate, but somehow we have be? to. Somehow we have to make this look attractive.
2: Well, no, I, I will say I think that the, our first part of our conversation was directed at getting a foot in the door because beginning anything is difficult I mean we've made this comparison a bunch during the show but discipline in your faith life is very similar to discipline um, in your exercise in your health life so there are decisions that are initially difficult to do Um, making your bed not hitting the snooze button right Mm -hmm. and and starting an exercise routine but I I mean, I haven't done any market research, but I would say if you interviewed 100 people who started exercising, they would say by week two, if they stuck to their exercise and started eating healthier, they would say that they feel better about themselves. So, yeah. so yes, discipline in the beginning stages can be difficult. It is about saying no to what your physical body wants and what you know is best for your spiritual body and your spiritual life. but. Sooner rather than later, it's going. You're going to start reaping the rewards, and it That's becomes exactly not so much. It. it becomes not so much a a hindrance, but more of a. <laughs> this is. I want to keep doing this because of the, because of the feeling. Um, if there was no reward to discipline, I think that there would be far less disciplined people. I well, I mean, not
3: it, just a reward, but a result. That's the thing. Is you know the the joy and the beauty comes in the result of being disciplined. Discipline in and of itself is not an enjoyable thing. Like we don't have to sugarcoat it. Um, For some people it is, but I would say for the majority of people, getting up early is, you know, or making, putting prayer life as a priority. Obviously, like, we're going to find so much peace in that. But a lot of times, you know, it's, it is something that does require an act of the will, just like love, you know?
1: I mean, that's a good point, Kayla. I think for me personally, even, even as a priest, you know, doing all the, like, different aspects of discipline. For me, doing discipline isn't like I am setting myself for a goal. It's just I need to make decisions. The feeling I hate more than anything else is indecision. Mm. Like being without a plan. Like me in afternoon where I'm just sitting around irritates me more than if i'm have an afternoon full of things that i decided i'm going to do
2: you should have children you'll never have to worry about that again <laughs>
1: well, you know, i'm not gonna have you'll never have an afternoon it. to yourself ever again
2: <laughs> well, actually just, i'm saying i get don't have any kids Tim father yeah. yeah
1: don't have any children father. don't have any children okay <laughs> yeah. got it thank you um the so it's just that like you know being able to make a decision the indecisions is the ultimate slavery so like you know kind of countering what Trisha's saying, it's constrained. I feel like discipline makes me me feel more free because I'm not constrained by indecision. Not worried about, Mm -hmm. like, what am I going to do? I know generally what's going... what my day looks like.
0: I think discipline cannot be driven by our motivation to feel Mm -hmm. good. And it can't be driven by our motivation to well, serve ourselves in in a sense. I think it's okay. But Mm -hmm. Like, we can't just make every decision to self serve.
2: Correct. True. That's I our think faith. you're
0: correct. And, I, and so, some of the most disciplined people in the world who are doing it to serve themselves are, I think, could still be unhealthy.
2: Yeah. I think no. right. it's all
0: about right. our intention. Mm-hmm. It's right. all about our intention. And if our intention is to do all things for the glory of God, then you live in this freedom. I mean, right. and I'm, uh, yeah, that is just like, right I, I don't know I mean yeah. it's intoxicating
1: that 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 does make but to sense to get to yeah. that
0: point in our lives is like a struggle
1: yeah right? I mean I, I feel I like I think
0: that Trisha just agreed with us uh,
1: that, that is
0: <laughs> that uh...
3: to get to that point oh <laughs> <it's> like... <laughs>
2: no, I, so a little no. full circle moment I would say you know we've talked about discipline what it looks like um, I don't know why it's important I think maybe we should share what discipline in our lives looks like right now because okay. we're we're at different we're all at different points in our life. Um, or we, we something that
3: we we found that works. Right. Yeah. Because
2: we're we're speaking about discipline as if it's some vague term, and mm-hmm. making your bed is not going to improve you probably a ton spiritually. So what what are some things in your lives that I guess you think are are an impressive feat of spiritual discipline and something that you wish you could improve on?
1: Uh, I guess I'll go first. You know, I one of the things that always helped me is just always having a time when something is going to happen. That's Mm -hmm. totally up to me. Not like, you know, at two o'clock, I have a meeting at four o'clock, I have another meeting. Mm -hmm. But it just is like, no, at two o'clock, I'm going to go exercise like, you know, Mm -hmm. a decision at this time. That is when I'm going to do that. Or even if it's at two o'clock, I'm taking a nap. I mean, that may not sound like very disciplined, but it's just a, you know, a decision at a certain time, when that time hits, Monastic
3: rule. I am yeah.
1: doing that. No matter what I'm in the middle of, mm-hmm. I'm going to be shifting towards that. I mean, it's, it may not seem like much.
2: And yeah. and that's something I wish I could improve on it myself, because uh, that's one of my my weakest points is I tend to not... Set things in stone. So I'll say, I'll do that later. Mm -hmm. But if I put a Mm -hmm. a hard time on something, that's one way I'd like to improve discipline in my life is to actually carve out specific scheduled time for prayer. I know that um, you can be praying all the time, but have some devoted time for prayer. So that's one way I'd like to improve.
3: For me, uh, something that really helps me is to treat my prayer life just like as important as a meeting. So, for example, like a meeting with the most important person that in my in my job. So I would treat it as a meeting with like my superintendent or father. You know, those are obviously like my two supervisors. So setting that prayer time and treating it as a meeting that nothing else can nothing else can interrupt. You Mm -hmm. know, that I'm putting it in my calendar. Um and I really I think that there is definitely beauty in offering the first fruits of our day to our Lord. But if for some reason, you know, whether it's your life or your job, you have to have your prayer time later saying, like, I'm going to treat that like the most important meeting that
0: I have that day.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Carving it out.
0: I think something that's helped me is waiting till the last minute.
1: Oh, really? Oh, okay.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha <laughs> and... <Anne>. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I don't know. I think the grace of God, I, when I think of the things in my life that I'm disciplined about, which maybe is daily Mass, so I have promised God probably eight years ago, ten years ago, I'd always choose Mass first. So there's nothing in my day that's more important. And... Um, I think maybe I've lived that way by his grace. I don't know. I just know that there's nothing better I could do.
1: Okay. I mean, something... Your job... I imagine your job takes discipline, like caring for patients yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I gotta stuff. show how, up. You gotta um, have
0: a clean uniform.
1: Okay, and he... Uh, so clean uniform. That's that's your <laughs> advice for having a clean uniform. Uh, <laughs> I gotta for whatever give you those do. meds
0: on time. I'm a nurse, so yeah, you have to be disciplined. But I, you know, you're doing it because you love someone. Because I love my patient, and what's best for them is to follow the doctor's order. I just think you have, we have to be motivated by love.
1: No, that's there. That that's some there good go. advice for discipline. You know, unfortunately, that's all the time we have to talk about discipline. Keep uh, saying of because our producer's given us the signs of how much time we have left. So in order to wrap this all up, Trisha, I'll give you the last word. Would you like to close us in prayer? Of
0: course, Father. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Jesus, we just pray that you will bless our lives. Jesus, that you will reveal to us how we may better order our days to glorify you and to draw others closer to your most sacred heart. We offer this through the intention of our Blessed Mother, our Lady, Queen of Peace. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Trisha. Again, you you have listened to Alive for More. I am Father Nick Ventura. I am joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Joe Yarmish, and Trisha Casson. And remember, you can listen to us Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, or online, on demand, at SaintGaberRadio.com. Until next time, God bless you.
0: Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at saintgabrielradio.com.